I figure I'll be crazy man with a snake. You know, crazy snake man. And I'll get more snakes, call them my babies. Kids won't walk past my place, they will run. Run away from crazy snake man. This is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia. This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. You're listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Enjoy. Episode 77 oh. of the Herpeticulture Podcast. What's up, everybody? Brought to you by MP Cages and Exotics and Steve Snake Schwerer. The two best sponsors in the whole wide world. Yeah. We're recording from the water world of South Carolina right now. It's been raining. Waterlogged. Like 12 hours straight. Yep. The frogs are going crazy. You might be able to hear them in the background here. I don't know, but they're they're out in mass. So. Oh yeah, they're going wild at my place too, man. You walk outside, it's nuts. At least their populations are healthy. Oh yeah, that is definitely a plus. I enjoy it though. I like the frogs. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, you know, not I, deal with the, I deal with the dart frogs on a daily basis, and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> True. I get True. woken Do up by the Lucomelis. Yeah, yeah. The Lucomelis especially now are starting to call and their their call is not quiet. And so every morning, Jeez. like they're like a rooster, dude. And like the sun starts coming up and they start coming out and calling. And so every morning I'm woken up by the the sound of what Harlan Wall says. He says they sound like little cars trying to start, which is pretty accurate. Little cars trying yeah. to start. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty cool, though. Man, if I had that, Amanda would kill me. Yeah, I mean, the smaller ones, like the the Vanzellini, like the Ranitomea stuff, they're they're a lot quieter, obviously, because they're, you know, half the size. But the Vitatis and the Leucomelis, man, they're sometimes the Vitatis will be going, and, and I'll have to, like, turn the TV up just because it's, it's just loud enough to be kind of irritating. Kind of annoying, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but it's our one-on-one episode for the month. I feel like we haven't done one of these in what feels like forever. Yeah, we haven't done one of these, and we haven't done a bolo in a while either. Yeah, we're we're due for both. Yeah. Um, so this is the one-on-one, everybody. This is and Joe Phelan at Port City Pet Pet Pets. Uh, Port City Pets. He said there is a event coming up, and I told him I would help him spread the word. Um, it is on Saturday, May 2nd. It is called CritterCon at 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, <laughs> whoops. I hate, like, Facebook Messenger, dude, when you touch anything, the little emojis come up per every message, and they put, like, the disappointed or the thumbs down one every, like, that's the closest one everyone's going to touch every time. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, it's really irritating. So what he described it as, uh, it's an event for reptile educators who are currently unable to conduct business. Uh, It will be a ticketed event, and they receive proceeds. Uh, like I said, it's on May 2nd at 5 p.m. Eastern. It's going to have Crosstown Exotics, Coal Black Exotics, Roaming Reptiles, and Snake Discovery. Uh, tickets are a whopping $5. Uh, 
and proceeds go to animal educators who are unable to perform educational programs due to coronavirus. Um, as soon as we have the link to that, which Joe said should be soon, we will uh, we'll post that on the, the Facebook page and anyone who is free and wants to uh, to kick it and I guess support uh, some animal educators. This is the opportunity to do it digitally. You know what also is cool is there's been this. Uh, have you seen that that digital? Well, I won't say digital, like virtual reptile show. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I've heard about it. I saw the uh, yeah. That's I've caught bits and pieces of that. It's pretty cool. They have like a a schedule where people do like presentations, and I guess they have admin passwords, and. Uh, <clears throat> Like people can log in on the page and do their live stream and then be done, you know, and then I guess whoever's on next yeah. goes on. It's pretty cool. It's a cool idea. That's pretty neat. But we yeah, find everybody trying to, trying to trying yeah. to come together and do things, you know, even in the midst of the crisis, yeah. man. You gotta work with what you got. Yeah, that's the beauty of our hobby and the people in it. I'm gonna blow my nose real quick. Right. I'm turning my mic off. So you won't hear me. So. <coughs> How are the new neonates going? Uh, they are doing well. I'm just kind of letting them chill for the time being. Um, I'm just waiting. Oh, your mic definitely wasn't turned off for that. No, I definitely heard all of that. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, but I'm in the same boat. I don't think I don't think anybody heard that. If they did, they heard it I, through the phone. Well, I heard that. Whatever. So, whatever. But anyways, uh, yeah, babies. Uh, they're doing really well, I guess. Um, I haven't. I've been pretty hands off with them. You know, I'm just kind of letting them hang out. And um, until they give me their first shed. Um, last year, I didn't offer food until after their first sheds so i was kind of gonna go that route but they're they're you know over a week old now so they grow up so fast yeah so i'm just kind of yeah they're over a week now i believe and then yeah i can't remember the exact date off the top of my head i'd have to look um but yeah so once they once they shed, I'll start offering food. If it goes too long without getting a shed, then I might try and see if they want a fuzzy. But Yeah, if you got those ones that take longer for whatever reason. Yeah, last year, man, it was literally seven days on the dot in every single one shed, except one, I think. Yeah, I had one or they two were all the same day. out when I had them, and like everyone else had shed, and they were like, oh, I think I'm going to wait two weeks. Did you offer food after the shed or before? Uh, oh man I think I offered it fairly early on but I didn't push it like if I right. put it there and if they were interested they'd take it if they didn't they didn't and struck out completely across the board oh really yeah jeez yep that sucks man I hate thawing out stuff and you know Something not getting used, but yeah, you had enough snakes. I'm sure you no, divvied them say, out. Yeah, the the female cyania dude, she'll eat anything I put in there. The boy guy, yeah. the king snakes, man, they'll eat freaking anything. And something I've actually thought about doing with the um, 
you know, is that I think that can be a good, you know, because, you know, snakes, like some of them will go down into burrows and like eat baby yeah, yeah. rodents. And, you know, so if you put like a bunch just in a pile, you know, to kind of stimulate something like that. Yeah, um, that's what I'll do. I, if I, I believe if I don't have any hoppers and I only have fuzzies, I'll thaw out, uh, you know, a bunch and then I'll shove like three or four into their elevated hide. Yeah. They're gone. Damn. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I think it's pitchu. I think some pituophis do that, or mm-hmm. all pituophis. They'll go into into burrows and just destroy. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. I look at Boiga but... as like the ninjas of the of the snake world. Oh like, yeah, they're, they're total. Oh, yeah. They're total like opportunists and total nest raiders. They're like they're like I can't really constrict they're... you. My venom's not that strong. He's like, but when you're sleeping and you ain't watching them babies, they mine. <laughs> I'm gonna eat Cradle robbers, dude. And so they're more like uh, they eat more avian stuff, don't they? I, I like I said, they're opportunists. I think they'll eat whatever. Uh, is easy. Whatever Just like comes yellow along. rats, like yeah, they'll eat birds. But if they come across eggs, eggs don't run away. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> rat snake, rat snakes will eat eggs. They're, heck, they're known for eating chicken eggs, man. That's why people call them chicken yeah. snakes, and yeah. they always find them in the chicken coops. And they're it's usually not chicks that they're eating; it's usually the eggs. It is so, uh, one group I'm kind of curious to to look into a little more, the egg eaters. Oh, yeah. Those things look cool, man. It's just finding, I don't yeah. know where you, like, you can buy quail eggs off eBay, but I just, I don't know how often you feed them eggs. Because I would imagine, I feel like you'd probably have to feed them more frequently than you do, like, beefier food. Yeah. I could be wrong. I know nothing about them, really, other than where they come from yeah. and what they look like. I don't know. How often people? I mean, they're really easy to keep from everything I've heard. But just gotta have having eggs. To order, yeah, having to order quail eggs and all that. I mean, stuff. there are some places that you can get like specialty items like that, like buy quail eggs. I don't know if there's any around here. I was gonna say, I wonder if there might Supply be. sells them. I mm, I don't. Well, maybe. Huh? I never thought about that. But yeah, yeah, I think it could be possible. And I also just want to see firsthand them them eat an egg, like the whole yeah. process, watching them do. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I saw a video of one. I saw a video or two of one eating eating one before. It's pretty cool. But uh, and they're just really pretty snakes, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like little saw scales without the the finger rotting. Yeah, yeah, the finger rotting part. <laughs> they're the, yeah. the mild salsa. Oh my God! Stop. So <laughs> <laughs> mild thoughts. Is that the only clutch oh, that you Jesus. said? Like that's that's gonna be it this year? Yeah, that's gonna be it for this year. Um, I had Ooh. some, I had a few other things going on. So I've actually thought about trying to. I, now that I've I've started, I kicked up food a good a bit more recently. I've pumped up their food intake. I did kind of a slow upbringing after winter. I fed them more. I didn't feed them virtually at all for about two months um just you know for their winter time mm-hmm. and then i i did a slow bring up for everything but now i'm gonna start hitting them harder um and i thought about trying to throw the male in with one of the one of the females but i don't know i can't decide with all this rain that we've been getting mm-hmm. i've been real tempted i've been real tempted to do it yeah all these these temperatures are but, just getting wacky here man like it'll oh, be yeah, 60 man. and like high of 70, low of 60, and then it'll be like high of 85, low of, you know, 75. Yeah. 
It's been all over the I place. Mean, I mean, most mornings recently, man, I, yeah. just the other day, there was like two mornings in a row. It was in the high 50s. Yep. And then it would get I up to it. like 70 during the day. Yeah. That's nice, man. Have, do you know, has anybody yeah. tried breeding their Popwins later in the year? Like, like Chondro guys do where they pair them in like the fall and winter? I don't know of any off the top of my head. Um, but I, and that's kind of like what I'm, I may try that next year, see if it helps my odds. And heck, like I said, I may try it, just throw a male in with a female and see what happens. Man, I just, I have such a hard time believing that they require the same cooling and stuff that Australian stuff would when guys breed cars. Oh, yeah, no problem. Like, I just, I'm like, they're, they're, they're yeah, no, that. I 100% agree because I didn't even turn – I didn't really cool mine this year. I didn't turn my heat off at all. Like I, I left the heat on all day, and I let ambience drop a little bit, but it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. And they and they always had access to belly heat, and, I mean, I got a clutch. But I'm pretty sure that male would breed a piece of rope if I let him. So. I'm just curious because I'm kind of surprised – you know, carpet guys haven't gone, well, wait, these green tree guys are breeding them whenever they want, you know, more or less. Right. Why can't we do that with ours? They come from the same place. Yeah, no, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the route I wanted to go and just see if it works, you know, but. You missed out on a, on a really fun episode of Snakes and Stogies last night. Yeah. There was like freaking five of us, man. Oh, there's five was, of you. I knew there was, was you. Me and Phil, Lewis, Casey, Sean. Oh, so Phil did end up coming on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I knew it was Lewis, uh, Casey, and Sean. I saw those guys. Yeah, Phil was just on a the, little, uh, a few on the minutes preview. Late. Oh, okay. But yeah, man. It was, it was awesome. I'm going to start doing that more. Like being like, yo, anybody who wants to come on. Yeah. Let me know. I'll send you the link. And it just being like a a weekly block party. Yeah, you. Man, did you see that Eastern Glass Lizard I put on my story the other day? Yeah, I did. Dude, that thing, that was one of the prettiest ones I've ever seen, honestly. See, like, is it one of those ones with a lot of, like, the tealish turquoise? Yeah. Real speckly. Yeah, I noticed a lot of the ones around here have that going on oh yeah they're wild man i love it skinks are so skinks are those i'm not skinks those glasses are so funny man they like whenever they go to move they like launch their entire bodies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny my uh my co-worker sent me a video the other day and the video was completely grainy all i could see was like something like a snake like thing moving in the grass and he's taking this video and I'm like, and there's two of them. I'm like, I can't, like, I do, I have no idea what that is. Like, I can't make it out at all. All of a sudden it moved like a hard, it took a hard left. And I was like, oh, that's a glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew that's it. I knew it right away. And I asked him, I was like, was that glass? He's like, yeah, it was. It's like, yeah, wow. I, mean, I always come across that, them when I, when I, boy. when I least expect it, like I'll be walking with the girls or something and one will just be sitting there. Yeah. It just always seem to surprise me. Like they're always like, you turn around a corner and there one is. Like, oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly how that one was. I walked into the woods to take a piss, and I looked over because something caught my eye, and it was just sitting there. And he didn't move a muscle, man. I was sitting so close to him. Mm-hmm. 
I've never, I've never had one stay still for me. That is one thing. I've never had one stay still for me and let me get that close and take pictures and shit. Yeah, that uh, man, that Eastern we found the other day, we walked right past uh, it and then turned around, like, as we were walking back out of this little sort of cut. Uh, like, I guess there's this little clearing area that maybe one of the water companies or something in this little Cypress Wetlands Park thing. That, that's, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's really odd where this thing is. It's, like, in the middle of Port Royal, which mm-hmm. is, like, a little pseudo-city for anybody that's familiar with Beaufort. It's... Like there's are, you, are you talking about the wetlands? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you used to saw the king at the wetlands? Yeah. Oh, I thought you saw the king in your yard. No. No, so we were, we were, me and Ellie had nothing to do the other day, and so we were walking around that, and on like, so if you're looking at it from the road when you first come into Port Royal, on the back side, there's that other road, right? And it goes all, because the whole thing, uh-huh. like, there's a trail that goes all the way around this thing. It's, like, probably, yeah. what, five acres worth of, of water? Mm, probably, Roundabout. Yeah. And uh, so there's this little cut, I guess, that, like I said, maybe one of the utility companies or something had cleared out so they can get access to the cement pipe that runs there. Like, one of those big four-foot cement, you know, four-foot diameter pipes. And uh, we walked mm-hmm. right past this king snake, not even knowing it was there. We went and checked. You know, we're looking around, and then as we as as I turned around to go back out, it was like sitting right there in these sticks, staring at Jeez. me. And I got all excited, man. I tried to get it. I had a short hook with me, and it just it was, and I was wearing flip flops. So I I was like, I'm gonna get Damn. poison ivy, but I don't even care. I'm gonna try and catch this thing, and I didn't. Nah, man, poison ivy would be totally worth a eastern king. It was a gorgeous one, man. It was beautiful really good weight like that thing was eating right it was probably pushing oh, yeah. three feet it's a pretty decent size one it's an adult they and they get pretty big around here man the easterns yeah. are you remember that they're one, one of the had? larger snakes that yeah dude, monster? That was a monster yeah shoot the i've caught i've only seen and caught one wild eastern king here and that sucker was every bit of probably five foot He's a big boy. That was years ago, though. Well, this actually works out because I decided to do a little, like, I did a Facebook post saying, Yeah, I saw that. Ask us Q&A. anything. Cause I don't think we've done something like that in a minute. It's been a while. We've done one. It was only one episode, but we have, but, and it was a while ago, but we have only done one. Let me pull it up because one of the questions was talking about native species. Yes. And oh, we got a whopping four comments. Oh, yeah. You like us. You really like us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All four uh, of you. So, Brian Nipper, Holt. A- Nipper asked a whole load of questions. He did, and that's fine. <laughs> yes. Brian Holt said, what's your favorite native to your state? Non-snake herp. Non-snake herp. So native well, non-snake. What? What's yours, Justin? Um. See, that's a tough one. Um. I would. I'd probably have to say. Ooh, that's. See, that's hard. Like that's a toss-up between spotted turtles and diamondback terrapins. Oh, you had to throw a diamondback terrapin. But I also really like box turtles. 
But I also really well, now, like race runners and barking tree frogs. Yeah, so that gives me that I'm up to four now that I would have it would just be a toss up. Or marbled salamanders. That was one of mine. <laughs> I absolutely love marbled salamanders, dude. I found one the other day doing something. I, oh no, it was just in my yard. That's right. I picked up a tarp and it was just chilling there. Oh, I geeked out, man. They're so cool. Yeah, we had some at the nature center. They ate crickets and stuff, no problem. They really? Hard, yeah, they weren't hard to keep. I didn't think they'd do well in captivity, huh? They didn't. Uh, I mean, they didn't do much. Like you never saw them really move. Yeah, like, no, you'll never see them. They had, I don't know how they survive because they just, like I said, they just kind of sat there. Yep. So yeah, I guess if I My... absolutely had to pick one, what would it be? Are you asking me? Yes. If I had to pick one? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to give my toss-ups here and tell me what you think about my toss-ups. So mine would be the marbled salamanders, uh, spadefoot toads. Oh, I forgot about spadefoots. Damn. Yeah, gr or gray tree frogs, or the diamondback terrapins. Because I really, really like gray tree frogs. Like, oh my god, I absolutely love gray tree frogs that's probably the one if i can have like a display one day i would have a group of, of, See, I, like gray, the, of I like the barking only because yeah those are those are them. really cool those are really cool but there's there's something about the grays man those yellow those yellow that yellow patch behind behind the legs the back legs uh they're just oh they're so pretty and gray and gray is like one of my favorite colors yeah, i wear more gray than anything else so. i had a barking scare the piss out of me the other night Oh man! So I was leaving my parents' house, right? And it was it was dark, and they're in the boonies. There's no street lights or nothing. It's like unless it's your headlights, it's complete dark. Yeah, like yeah, Blair dude. Witch Project <laughs> dark. Yeah, it and, like uh, it's eerie dark. <laughs> and so I'm driving down the road to head back to the paved road because they're on dirt roads. And all of a sudden, I hear what I thought. I legitimately, I was, I thought it was a rock or something hit my windshield. And I was like, "What was that?" It was. Oh loud. my Jesus! And so I'm driving, and it's still there. And I look, and I'm like, "Oh." Shit, that's a big barking tree frog, and it was a decent size. Like I, I stopped the car, and you know, he wasn't hurt. And so I picked him up and looked at him for a few minutes, and then I let him go. And I was like, like it was so heavy, like in my hand. Yeah, like, this thing is freaking solid, man. I don't even yeah. know. Like I said, just one of the trees, I guess, over the road. It saw me driving by. Maybe it saw bugs or something in front of my headlights, and just freaking dive bomb me. And it was total darkness, and I about pissed myself. Yeah. That's wild. It sounded like That's rock, so man. Like legit. I was like, "What was that?" Yeah. I was like, "Was that a stick?" They're, hu they're huge, man. I we used to catch them when we were little. I remember my buddy, me and my buddy found one. We called it Peter Barker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, was just no. really impressed with tree how, frogs are cool. how dense it felt. It just felt heavy. Yeah, man. Like, they're solid. Yeah, it's like all muscle. They always throw me off when I see them, man, because they're so they're such weird looking frogs. Like they're just like thick and lumpy, and mm -hmm. like they have these buggy eyes, man. They're wild. I forget about narrow mouth toad. Narrow mouth toads. Ah. those are cool little guys. I find them I in also, my parents' pool I, all the time. Yeah, I love those. They're the things, closest man. thing I to a dart I think we get. I also really like cricket frogs. Ah, those are cool too. Cricket frogs are so freaking cool. Man. So I think, but then the of course is, you also the decision's unanimous. Is, is we just don't know. 
yeah i mean many. we did we we did both put marvel salamander on our list so we both maybe back terrapins on our list too that is also true if we had to break it down by category, we'd have you have a favorite easily, but picking up like free okay. for all, everyone's like one out of everything. Like you get one pick, or could okay. only be one. That's 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 tough. Yeah. So for like the frog category, I'd probably have to give it to the spadefoot. I I love spadefoot toads. I'd agree with that. Turtle turtle world. I I'd have to give Diamondback Terrapin. Man, obviously. what about spotteds though? They're Those so are really cool. cool. Those are really cool. I I have found I found one of those while I was working on the plantation, and I, oh, I geeked out, man! It was so cool. Um, I but I also really love snappers. I love snapping turtles, man. Ah, mm. no, I gotta stick with terrapin. I'm gonna go I, ahead I gotta and stick, stick with diamondback terrapins too, mostly because yeah. those I actually see from time to time, like spotted. I've never, yeah, I've never found a spotted around here ever. Really? Yeah. No, I found one and it was out in the Yamasee area. Tell you what it's though, crazy. in that wetlands place we were at the other day, like mm-hmm. I saw probably the biggest damn slider I've ever seen in my life. They have huge Oh yeah, dude. There, dude. The, I mean massive. They have some monsters. Yeah. I wonder oh, how dude, old those if, things are. If you get a chance a one day with uh yeah, yeah, he, she's pretty big. But if you get a chance, uh, take the girls out to um, Pickney Colony Wildlife Refuge. I've heard the of wildlife that. sanctuary. Yeah, where is dude, it? Dude, it's out. It's right before Hilton Head, or you're, I guess, you, okay. you know, when you cross, you know, how there's two bridges in the Hilton Head, yeah. like to get in there. Go once you go over the first one. Don't go over the second one. Go over the first one, and it's right there on the left. Okay, I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, yeah, that I've place is never been. Yeah, it, dude, it is totally worth it. There, I was not expecting it to be that cool, but it is awesome. There's this. That's where uh, I got. The, that's where I. That's where I got the picture of the copperheads, the, uh, oh, really? the scarlet snake. Yeah, I nice. found the scarlet snake there, the copperheads, and there, dude, all kinds of birds, man. Just like at the Cypress Trail, you know mm-hmm. how they were they were all brooding out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It, just like that at the first pond. Because um, there's because there's a bunch of freshwater ponds all through it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah, there's a, some cypress park up in Charleston that Katie found. I think online somehow. I don't know where how she stumbled across it. I think one of her friends got married out there or something. But you can like rent mm-hmm. a canoe and go canoe. What? Through. Like yeah, like we no, want to go man. check that out bad. Like she so I'll have to f- ask her what it is and I'll send you a link to it. I think they have a website, but it's straight up like the cypress swamp park place where you can just it's i don't think it's public act like i don't know if it's public land or whatnot but i don't know from the pictures it looked really cool yeah dude that sounds dope so, especially if you can run a canoe we've been wanting to oh, go that would be so sweet just you know with all the stuff going on now like everything's yeah. closed so i don't know if we have access to it and we're not going to drive all the way up there just to find out you know have to turn around and come home yeah Screw that. You always oh. call. Yeah. Uh, so Brian also asked, excluding ball pythons, since they catch a lot of flack for just being popular, what's the most overrated python species? Overrated python overrated species? Overrated python species. 
Uh, green tree pythons. Uh, I wish. I'm just kidding. Um, overrated python species. That's a really hard question to answer because, like, my overrated could be somebody else's passion, I guess. So it's like well, that's I why don't. They asked our like what in our opinion what was overrated. Yeah, our opinion. Uh, besides ball pythons. Um. Dare I say jungles? See, but you're just like that's you're just lumpy. That's just carpet pythons, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. Okay, and then blackheads get my vote. Blackheads are overrated. Yes. Really? I think so. I don't like. I get it. They're cool. You've all you you've always said you're not in the blackheads. They're heads, big. So they have. You know the the ones that are especially I don't know if they're exanthics or what the one the white and black ones, yeah, those are nice. Exanthics. Like there are some really nice blackheads out there, but other than that, I mean, I really I maybe I just haven't seen the right one, haven't laid eyes in person on the right one. Yeah, but I to mean, me, yeah, I just, I guess they're, they're expensive and I don't like they just don't I don't I don't know I don't get it. Right. Um. Pop. Oh, Avatar. Shut up. Shut up, you! Oh, 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 buddy! You watch it! You watch Pop it! Popcorn carpets? Nope, 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 nope. Um, shit, man! I don't know. Overrated. You know, if you said chondras, though, I don't know that I could entirely disagree with you. I honestly like. I don't like. I honestly think it is chondras. Because like, I I'm kind of understand. Like asshole. they don't. Like, and it's they like, don't do I anything. Want... They're not exciting yeah, snakes. Yeah, they I, really aren't. Like. I... I I think that honestly is my vote, and that's not like a dig. And I honestly I want a condor. I want a pair of condors one day, and that's gonna be it. I don't want to go balls to the wall. I want a pair, but I do think they're slightly overrated. They are boring. Yes, they are. So dumb. I think I think that will have to get my vote. I can't. But I'm argue not gonna lie. You. I'm not gonna lie though. Like the other one that kind of sticks out to me, and again, this isn't a dig at anybody if you like them, but. I think, I think Antaresia are a little overrated. A little bit. I would agree, except I would exclude Ant Hills just because those are cool. Yeah, and yeah, they're hard. I agree. Like they're apparently tough to procreate. I guess. Uh, no, I, 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 I might withdraw that because they do make good pets if you have one that doesn't want to eat your fingers. And it's a little, they're a little bit more unique. It's like two but out of ten. From, right. Honestly, like, I guess I look at it as, like, a breeding standpoint. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, as much of a pain as I've heard people, like, with reproducing them, like, to me, the pain isn't worth the what they're worth. You know what I mean? I actually um, think I would like to withdraw my blackhead and swap it out for worms. worms. Oh, yeah. Never mind. That, no, spermy <laughs> pythons. That's the winner. I didn't even think about that. No, I even withdraw green tree pythons that yeah i don't know it's just like you always maybe i think it's the the craigslist effect you know you see them on craigslist all the time it's almost always an albino that's you know four feet and someone just wants to get rid of it for 50 bucks because it's getting big and i don't want it to be my problem anymore and i mean that's not necessarily the fault of the species but it's it's just it's like the number one thing you see in any movie is a berm you see them yep. online. It's a berm. I just, I don't. Give it a rest. Yeah, I, I think berms take the cake for that for sure.
Uh, Brian's third question. Who has been your biggest influence? Hello? Mm. Oh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm thinking. All right, if you got if you got an answer, you can go ahead. That's gonna require some reflection. Biggest influence. Eric Berg would be one of them. Yeah, you know it's weird because we talked about like we had that episode on. It was literally like I think the fifth episode of who we look up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know a lot has changed since then, so maybe that's worth circling back around and doing another one-on-one of. Or yeah. I mean, we can talk about it after we finish the questions. But yeah, I mean, for me, like, I, if I, it's so hard to pinpoint because it's like it's a mixture of everybody. To be honest, like people I've like really, I guess, kind of, I guess, looked up to in mm-hmm. a way. Like when we first started, would be like Eric. Riley, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Like those were three guys that just like really stuck out to me. And I was like, I want to be their friends and I want to, I want to keep my animals like they do. You know, I wanted to, that. That was the standard I wanted to meet. They've all been keeping longer than me. Um, I think my three, I think, I think they set a very high standard. Yeah. I think my three would be Phil. Yeah. Mostly because like for, for, because of his enthusiasm. Oh Yeah. Like Phil gets pumped about the 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 smallest stuff, and it kind of reminds me, yeah. Like, it's still it's cool, even if you see it all the time. It's still neat. Yeah, it's re- Phil is just a very refreshing guy. Yes, he he always, he brings out the best in you, and I, I don't know, he's he's awesome. We love Phil. Uh, number two would be. He's gonna really, really. This is gonna go to his head. He's gonna be talking smack, but. I gotta say, Nipper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mostly because now he's just—he's got all the, he's got a lot of the same stuff I do. Like we have very similar interests, and so he's always, yeah, teasing me with pictures of the stuff he has that I can't get. But you know, he really, like, he's he, a he, fantastic he, keeper, man. right? But that's what I'm saying is he's like, he's welded the the scientific aspect and you know the private sector. I'm literally motioning with my hands right now and no one's in the garage. I don't know why. <laughs> but like he's he's just he's the perfect combination of both. Yep. You know, like he enjoys it pe- as a hobbyist. Like he's still like one of the guys in a sense. But at the yeah. same time he also keeps up with the scientific papers and he pays attention to you know what they're, you know, the like all the atherist stuff he has. Like he knows what Maybe where they come the from as like one of the top in the UK. Right. You know, like he yeah. has that he has that same appreciation for sort of the the odd off the beaten path stuff. Yeah. And and, and he's just an awesome downloader. He is. He's fucking hilarious. I love that guy. Yeah, man. Uh and then my third would probably have to be Pia. Okay. I could see that. Pia and I guess like Pia slash Cody. And that's mostly yeah. just from like what I've learned from them in terms of disease management, quarantining, yeah. like quarantine. It wasn't and... until I started hanging out and talking to them more that I really took a step back and, and looked at how important it is right. that, I, that that we all pay more attention to what's coming and going, you know? 
Absolutely. So I think about that and, you know, sort of all the stuff that we've talked about with them a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, of course, and Eric, I, Eric I, Burke's going to be in, in both our camps. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's it's Eric Burke. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Smitty. I, I've looked up to you a bit. I think I think you I think you work really hard at what you do, and I think you're a baller at it. And I, I gotta admit, I I will I do look up to you. Thanks, buddy. So yeah, man. I'm jealous that you're breeding things, and getting babies. <laughs> well, hopefully, and eggs. Ho- hopefully, hopefully you got some on the, on the way. I don't know. They haven't been showing any interest in each other again. So maybe he got know, it man. done. He may have got it done. Sometimes that's all it takes, man. No, but I mean, you also sort of give me a like Phil give me a better appreciation for things like hog noses. Seeing yeah. you get as pumped and excited about hog noses, I'm like, man, you know he's right. Those are awesome snakes. <laughs> Not that I didn't yeah, love them man. before, because I did, but it's just I don't know. When someone else is jazzed about something, you kind of get a little pumped up yourself. Yeah, man. You know, you get your scrub. I'm like, sweet, I can live vicariously <laughs> through you now because you have a scrub. Yeah. I don't want to keep oh, one, but I can play with yours. But you can come get bit by mine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, man. And you got you got me wanting to keep rat snakes again and shit. Isn't it funny how you kind of find Damn that man. little click and then everyone starts... Like, oh, man. Yeah, man, like, cool. oh, dude, rat snakes. Like, man, I need to get yeah. some of those. And then it's like, oh, wait, you know, Apodoro. Man, I need to get me some of those, too. Like, everyone just sort of... Like we all end up having yep. the same collections eventually because everyone's getting <laughs> their own uh, their own animals from each other. It's like I think I think at the end of the day we'll all be similar but different. Yeah. But very yeah. different in our own ways. You know, we'll all have our little niche projects and whatnot. And if anything, I mean, at the end of the day, that's good because like it's different. You know, it's different bloodlines that we can all you know kind of share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whatnot. It's a lot like when I was playing music, you know, with my, my buddies. Uh, we all had very similar tastes in music. Like, we all liked a lot mm-hmm. of the same bands, but at the same time, there were bands that the other two liked that the others couldn't stand. Right. But it worked because, like, the interests were similar and the influences were similar, but they weren't so, they weren't so similar that it just sounded exactly like yeah for sure sure. so it was like a venn triagram in a sense like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of overlap but there was also a lot of stuff outside of the middle and that that, you can look at that with like all the podcasts too you know it's like a lot of people you know a lot of us have had the same people on but at the same time it's like don't not listen to ports ports or uh don't listen to from the ground up because we had that guy because we had that guest on the week before or something like that Mm -hmm. or vice versa you know or a reptile room any of those guys it's like they're all going to be different just because it's the same person does not mean it's a it's the same episode by any stress of the imagination you know because every all of us have our own like things that we do and the way our shows work and you know we all have different questions well a lot of that boils down to also you know really digging deep like when we have guests on, I try to ask questions that 
are sort of outside the box. Like, I don't want to just ask all the same questions of, you know, what was your first reptile? How'd you get into them? You know, sort of the normal laundry list of uh, questions. So I try, I do try to like scroll through their social media stuff. And if there's anything that sort of stands out, you know, ask them how they do this or I don't know. I just try to, I try to come at it from a different angle. And I feel like we've done pretty good at getting a variety on the yeah. show, honestly. Like the uh, the articulate reptile guy, I thought that was that was a, a good, mm-hmm. like almost oddball episode. Yeah. Even though not, it's not really an oddball, but it was different. You know, it was really cool. Yeah, you know, something that we had never really talked to somebody like that before. You know, and and the terrapin guys, and yeah, I think we've I think we've done good about getting a variety through here. Agreed. But what was the question again? <laughs> um, Noah, no. who we've had on the show, Noah Zalesnik, yes. asked who who asked who out first. And I actually <laughs> thought about this one, and I, and I think technically you asked me out because you asked to start the podcast. Agreed. So, but I also messaged you first on Instagram. Also true. So, so who, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nipper, hmm. though, has a laundry list of questions. The first one being, what is your most... L- what is your most likely new acquisition? Most likely new acquisition? He can't type, so there's a typo in there, and it threw me for a loop. <laughs> uh I don't know what is it for you. Um is he so are we going with new species or just like another one? Yeah, like what's your at? next acquisition new, probably going to be is yeah. what I'm assuming that's what that question is. Well yeah, a new acquisition though could be another poplin carpet. You know what I mean or is it like a new species? I'm guessing new species so I, we yeah, go with that. I'm sure mine will be some sort of dart frog. I've got my eyes on a few. I've talked to a few people, but I don't know. I don't really have any space. I got a I got a bigger tub, but it ain't big enough for a bigger species. It's not big enough for like tanks or something. Yeah. So. Um I don't know. As far as new goes, I mean I would hope sooner or later I have another scrub, but I do already have one scrub. Um as far as species, I don't know. It's really going to be a toss-up on what comes around because, like, at this point, like, the things that I really want aren't super easy to get your hands on and aren't super cheap. So they won't be coming into my hands very soon. But when I'm able to, I don't know, either rough-scale pythons or apodora, um, one or the other, and then hopefully tannin bar scrubs. Yeah, um, just steal fills. Those, dude, oh, you have no idea. I want that thing so bad. I need to. Uh, but no, man, I want tans. Like, that. those are, like, if I could, yeah, if I could have anything right now, I'd probably choose tans. I, I, I want them so bad it hurts. His but, next question is, what species that you currently do not keep can you see yourself getting a breeding group of in the future? Rough scale pythons, Apodora. <laughs> Transpagos rat snakes. 
Like that's gonna happen. I'm telling you, like maybe inland. I don't know. Right now, subox seem a little more obtainable. Yeah, but you know how it is. I got that Texas bug, man. Dude, I love transpect those rats, man. Like ever since I was a little kid, I've loved those things. Um, oh, other good. than the U.S., which country slash area would you most like to herp in? And you can't, like, you're second to Australia, okay? Can't say Australia. What would be your next? Next from Australia. I know you're going to say Australia. I want to know what the... Oh, no, I was thinking outside of Australia. Were you? Um, yeah. Obviously, like, that would be at the top, but we don't have to say that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I... Indonesia would be cool, obviously, but I don't want to die. So, um, if I could herp, if I could herp in Indonesia, I would. Um, but South America would be really cool. That's not a country; that's a continent. Oh, country, <laughs> continent, whatever. Brazil, Colombia, Peru, Guyana, Suriname. Machu Picchu. Then why did you say Australia? That's why you threw me off. Fool. No, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's like, what country in South America would you want to go to? I would say Peru. If I had to pick in South South America, I'd probably go with Peru. Yeah. Just because there's all kinds of cool stuff there. Like yeah. Northwest, sort of that that, uh, like Gulf side, Pacific side, whatever ocean is on that side of that continent yeah i think i'd be with you on that but my number one spot outside of the u.s every time i don't know like the mountainous regions of mexico look really awesome yeah there's so much cool stuff being found out there that you know we want to see some of those cool rattlesnake species Mm -hmm. um Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Just so I can do some cigar factory tours while I'm there. Yeah. Dominican Republic. Dominicana. Very kind of cool. You could just go say the UK so we can visit Nipper. Yeah. It's not I and I don't I I wouldn't mind going somewhere in Japan. Yeah. China, like Chinese mountains would be awesome. Yeah. They've got some really cool stuff out there. Find some of the old world yeah. stuff. Bamboo you know. rats. Rhino yeah. rats. King rats. Boy, what? Oh, I couldn't imagine finding a king rat in the wild. Like a big one. I would one. shit myself. I would shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit extreme. I mean, dude. I, ugh. I couldn't even imagine finding finding a snake that doesn't belong in the u.s like that would blow my mind to herp in another country i mean you can just go to florida and do that though yeah i mean yeah dude, honestly Phil's. like if i honestly finding a burmese python would be so damn cool like i'm not gonna lie like finding one of those in florida like i don't care i don't care how many there are that would be cool at least to me and then 
Next question is, do you prefer eggs in snap boxes on a mesh? Uh, he means like a light diffuser above yeah. water or vermiculite old school incubation? I have used water both seasons in a row, two seasons in a row, my only two seasons, and it's worked really well. Um, I'm going to kind of redefine my hatch boxes with David's whole thing uh during the off season and get a couple boxes ready to roll mm -hmm. and do do it make a little better setup with the light diffuser um but i'm going to continue using water personally i'm going to try vermiculite with this next chondro clutch if i get it i just like everything that first two weeks with the first round was just so wonky that i have a new egg box now that's airtight mm -hmm. and I've just, I have, you know, Luke, he had the same issues with his first clutch. They were super dehydrated. He switched them over to vermiculite, uh, I want to say almost halfway through. And he says they plumped right back up, no problem, so. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I'm just, I'm going to, I'm just going to do vermiculite. And, I got you. you know, part of it was the egg box that I was using. Uh, just wasn't, wasn't a good seal. Um, mm -hmm. but I mean, my dad uses vermiculite for the gray bands. He used it for corn snakes way back when and never had yeah. any problems. So I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, man. I think, I think I'm going to try and find a, cause yeah, I'm going to try and find a tub that I really like that works better. Um, as far as like a seal goes, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I do also want something that's like a six quart size, you know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I've got but, this Ziploc gasket box that I'm going to use. I don't, I don't remember what exactly. I think this one's like a maybe a 12 I think quart. They, yeah, I think the smallest ones they make. The only issue with those for me is like I can't get as many egg boxes in my incubator with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I only have like one or like two or three clutches, like I'm sure it would be fine. But, you know, I couldn't hold all eight. You know, that eight tub uh, is eight six quart boxes that could fit in my incubator not <laughs> anything bigger um so i need to try and find some type of six quart that's a little better as far as latching and then i'm gonna deck it out with david's little uh setup for his egg boxes you'll rock and roll what do you think about using uv for snakes like offering UV. I think it's great if you have the means and the ability and want to. I am all of the impression that it is not a negative in any type of way, um, but I'm also of the opinion it's not absolutely necessary. If you can do it, supply that and give it that daytime feel, give them the UVB, awesome, more power to you. But will your snake die without it? No, it won't. Yeah, it's it's tough because I've seen some pictures of people who use it on green trees, and the green trees, the scales just turn like black. Basically, it got sunburn. Oh, really? So, yeah, I mean, I like David does it with some of his chondros, but he only does them for like he only offers it for a couple hours a day. They don't get full time right. all day. You know, twelve hours of UV, they get some exposure. I think in the middle of the day, and then they they're on timers and they cut off. Which, right. if I was to do that, that's that's what I'd be doing. You know, I'd be offering right. it for a period of the day. Um, I definitely, I'm, I'm of the same opinion. I don't think it's going to hurt anything. 
you know, just as long as you're you're making sure you're paying attention to how much exposure they're getting to it. Right. But Nipper also wants to know. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Let me make sure I phrase this right. Why do I look so damn good in my undies? Uh, two words: hairy, pale. It's just that. And legs. So know. three. He has his, his bald head, so he's probably. Oh, I thought he was talking about you. No, he's talking about him. What he said. Uh, why does he look Thanks, so though. good in his undies? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. And the Welcome. most the most important question is: Did Carol Baskin kill her old man? That's for the FBI to determine. No, you have an opinion. Mm, yep. <laughs> yes, she did. I think so. And I think my watching of this YouTube channel with the criminal psychology thing has officially given me the professional insight into why I think this happened. Oh, my because God. Because just like the rest of the internet, I watched some YouTube videos. I am now and a now pro. You're an expert. I don't yes. need a degree. I watch YouTube videos. That's right. But you don't talk about that sort of thing happening while you chuckle, make light jokes, and, like, smile. And she was just so nonchalant it's, about that's it. That's exactly it. Is you know, well, I mean, like, at the same she time, two shits as he was dead. In her defense, though, that was a, that, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it but was a long, long time ago. Even then, with, like, the news footage of her when it happened, she didn't seem to be terribly upset by it. Nope. Like, I don't know. I just when I see it, I'm I'm like, that is not the normal reaction a normal person would have to her husband but, dying. And I'll bet you there's some sort of professional, like psych professional out there that does this for a living. That's looking at her and going, "Yeah, you're lying out of your out of your ass." Oh yeah. Body language oh, says yeah. a lot. She's just so nonchalant about it, man. That's my biggest thing. It's just like she didn't. They seem to give a fuck. If I was gonna do that, I'd put fish oil on them. Huh. No, but someone also mentioned um, they had another like interesting idea about the whole thing. I don't remember who it was, but they uh, were talking about it. And her first husband, you know how they were saying he goes down to what was it, South America a lot? Yeah, Costa Rica. I thought that was the husband that died. Yeah, it was. But they were saying he flew oh. down there a lot. Someone mentioned something about him maybe doing something with the cartel or something, and they got rid of him, which is entirely uh, plausible. Or he's just chilling down there with I a cigar, know. smoking. Maybe we should because they never him. found they never found anything of him. He just disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but so I thought the cartel thing was pretty believable because I mean that's not oh, yeah. that's not that out of the realm of possibilities for it to be completely ruled out, but. I don't know. We can all only go by what we what what Netflix has, has shown us. Well, hopefully her case will get opened back up and they'll find something. They did do I don't know, have you watched the little follow up episode they they put up? No, I've been meaning to but it's, I haven't yet. It's I mean, it's like it's is, worth watching, worth I guess. Watch? But Joel McHale is the host of it, and I find him fairly obnoxious. 
Nah. Like, he just has, like, this sort of snarky smugness the whole time, making his little jokes, and feels like he's laughing at his own jokes in his own head. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I'm just... It was, it was, it was okay. It was not, uh... Not anything to, to write home about. I was expecting it to be like a legitimate episode, and it's a bunch of like phone, video, FaceTime interviews. Oh. Uh, That's lame. And of course, they asked, they're like, Jeff Lowe, how's the new nanny? And we we're like, nobody wants to know about that. Oh my I God. I don't want to think about that old bastard on top of somebody. Yeah. No thanks. Ugh. Pass. Jeff Lowe. Ew. It's disgusting. <sighs> they're, they're all nasty, man. Yeah, they're all... You know, that, that 0.01% of germs that Clorox doesn't kill. <laughs> kinda, the, that, that'd be them. That's the gang. Uh, yeah. Yep. That would. That, that's all of them. But... Little Tiger King. That was that was all the questions. That was all the questions. That was it. Man. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, all four of you or three of you. It was three of them. Much appreciated. Thanks, guys. Y'all are y'all are the real ones. Yeah. But I mean, we can make this a short episode if you want. I mean, it's up to you, man. Is there? Do we do we have any talking points? Are I don't there really have anything there? to really go over off the top of my head. Anything? Uh, <sighs> Talked about babies. So You're trying to get babies. Yeah, yeah nothing's we nothing's we new. Weren't. I got nothing going on other than those chondros and the lock. So the Loch Ness monsters, the Loch Ness monsters. Block less months. <laughs> yep. Oh man. It's been raining. This, I've been working. This has never happened. This has never happened to us. Oh no. Thought my can was gonna fall over. It's gonna spill Diet Coke everywhere. You spilled Diet Coke everywhere? No, I almost did though. Oh. Since when do you drink Diet Coke? Because since that's the only thing that we have in the house that isn't water. Uh, I like Diet Coke. It's okay. I should know you drank it. Not my first pick. <laughs> Not your first pick. What's your first soda pick? Um, do bangs count? Do bangs count? No, they don't. It's soda, though, kind of. It's carbonated. Eh, but it's not soda. It's an energy drink. Whatever. I'm a Coke guy. Yeah, I prefer Coke to anything. To be honest. Gotta be fountain Coke, can... though. Coke in the in like the can or the bottle just ain't the same. Unless it's a glass no. bottle. Or just fountain Coke. I mean, it's hard to beat. Yeah, fountain Coke is definitely the best. But, but you know. Dude, I drank a bang the other like a couple weeks ago, and dude, that that shit had me made made me feel so gross, man. <laughs> had me all, Which had, flavor had did me, you get? 
I think I got the cherry something. Oh, the cherry blade lemonade? Uh, no. Oh, the, the, they have a vanilla cherry. Yeah, cola one that. Or vanilla cherry something. Like it, I didn't think it tasted bad, but man, it had me all jittery, and it's oh, like yeah. it didn't even really, it didn't even boy, really wake me up. It boy, just you like banging. made me feel sick, man. <laughs> it's, I've gotten like, just, I just keep, I've gotten physically my dependent on in this shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to drink like, bang. Sunday mornings. <laughs> Like when I'm not working, like I gotta go to Parker's and get a bang because if I don't oh, get geez. caffeine in me, and it's to the point now where coffee is useless, like it's bad, dude. Like it's I gotta, like I, gotta, I drink. I'm I'm dependent now. I drink a monster every day. Don't get me wrong. I drink a monster every day, but the bangs, man. There's just something extra in those things, man. And I think that's that's why they're. Like for me, like that's why I'm so hooked on them now. Is like everything else just does nothing. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I gotta, couldn't. You gotta have a bag. Yeah, like bang on is when I'm banging your mom. Stepmom. The drink for men. Uh, it tastes like bubble gum. <laughs> it tastes like bubble gum. Some of Best those flavors they have are not drink. good. Yeah, I, tri- tip, I tried a couple of them. Stay away from birthday cake, unicorn. I have no idea what that even supposed to taste like, but it ain't that good. It ain't uh, that good. The Miami Cola, that's like a Jolt Cola. I tried that. I didn't even finish it. It was gross. Oh, Oof. hello. Speaking of frogs, there's one right here next to me. I saw something moving. Is it a toad? I don't know. No, it's a, like a tree. It's a tree frog. I'm about to catch it. Oh. You're about to catch it. He's hopping into oblivion in the part of the garage that I cannot save him. I'll try and what you say? I'll try and escort him. Oh wait, there's another one now. Oh man, they're all coming in the garage. Another oh, one. They're coming after you. No, this LED light brings in all those bugs, dude. <laughs> LED bring all the boys in the yard. They're taking over. Well, I bet you there's a bunch of them on the porch right now. Like, if I turned on that porch light, they'd swarm. It's the virus! <laughs> oh, man. Diseased-carrying fucking tree frogs. There's gotta be more coming. They're in here. Jake, Jake, no. What? They're taking over. What? What? The frogs. I can't hear you at all. The frogs. They're, in They're coming. I gotta. Yeah, we definitely have to like finish early now because I gotta catch some of these things and release them so they don't die in the garage. Yeah. <sighs> definitely don't want that. But realistically, it's not that early. It's only twenty-five minutes early. You know, 
shorter than usual, but whatevs. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on right now. Yeah, there's really not. It's uh so new issue of the magazine will be out within the next four days. Four days. The twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. So, get ready. So yeah, check that out. And I'm sure we'll figure out a guest for next week. Um, and we are also supposed to be on the Canadian Herpeticulture podcast. Oh. That's going to be happening soon. Don't have a definitive date down yet. We got to we gotta figure that out. Yeah. But that'll be cool. Snakes and Stogues. Yeah, always check that out. You need to come on it with us. Yeah, I do. It's fun. Like we literally don't like have anything planned. It's just everyone just chills. Yeah, I wish I could. I just you know I I take downtime with the fam anytime I can. So (laughs) try to. (laughs) Okay. What a freak. Oh, man. But, as we said before, this show is brought to you this by MP Cages and MP Exotics. MP Cages and Exotics. And Steve's Sanctuary. Venom hot sauces. Delicious. You got Venom hot sauce. You got a, you got a good Sanctuary. And then you got cages, and you got racks. What else could you want in the world? And if you have any questions about CritterCon, please hit up Joe at Port City Pets. He's yes. very easy to find. He's not a yes, hard guy to track down. No, he is not. <sighs> but, but yeah, I guess this is, this one was short this, and sweet. This is thank, it. thank you, thank you, everybody for watch for watching for listening. I'm sorry we weren't more alive today. I'm not. It is what it is. Everything's just kind of boring with Corona. There's, yeah, going there's on, nothing man. going on right now. Not nothing's happening, you know. And I don't know. Well, if we would have got more questions, maybe this could have been longer. Hey. But, so he's right. But, so blame yourselves if you want to complain. Whatever. We'll just blame it on Cox or <laughs> Lewis or Yeah. All of the above. There's plenty of people we could we could blame. Yeah. We can't we won't no. blame it on Sean though. No, of course not. No. Not not Sean. We need, also to, ha- not we need to have him on again. I was telling him how yes. Jake wants a redo. Yes, I want a redo. Not even a redo. I just want to make up because uh <laughs> still disgusts me but yes we need to have him on again i was actually talking to somebody about uh iraq today that they want to hit him up about so nice yeah i like it yep but thank you all for listening to this short episode yes we will see y'all see we will speak again next week See you. See you. Listen. You will listen to. You will hear us next week. Again. <laughs> Same place. And time. Yep. So, take it sleazy, everybody. Good night.